My name is Aram, my pronouns are he, him, and welcome back to God's Fall. In order to move God's Fall to a game we record virtually, we've had to invest in audio gear for all of our players. We really need to recoup some of our expenses to keep the show going throughout the entire season. For $5 a month, you'll get access to a bunch of original stories, art, maps, my complete DMs notes, and early God's Fall releases, including the first four episodes of Season 6. Check us out at patreon.com slash godsfall. If you want to donate to the show, you can do so at paypal.me slash godsfall or ko-fi.com slash godsfall. If you cannot afford to donate, don't worry. We'd love for you to leave us a review to help get the show in front of more people. To find all the places you can support and review God's Fall, head over to desertroll.com slash support. Please enjoy Season 6, Episode 2, Countdown, Part 2, and listen to the next episode right now at patreon.com slash godsfall. My name is Michael. My pronouns are he, him. I play Zion Preton, the newly arisen god of force. My name is Doug, and my pronouns are he and him, and I play Doro Knot, the newly arisen god of travel. My name is Joe, my pronouns are he, him, and I play Lord Haldir Loran, the newly arisen god of war. My name is Kelly, my pronouns are she, her, and I play Rena Falaval, the arisen god of luck. And we're going to jump over to Zion and Para, who are sitting in your guys' uh, shared room. You have a you have a balcony, so he's kind of like walked out there and sat in one of these like wooden chairs, and he's got like a a blanket around him because it's getting to be night and it's cold and he's tired, right? Because he hates it when it's night. But he's sitting there and he just looks sad. Zion, he just he, he just it's it's not the usual Para. Well, he's been in a foul mood for some time, and I understand why. Um, but yeah, well, yeah, because his whole family got made into a monster that attacked him. That's that's going to be a bad day. Right, going to be a bad day. Right, yeah. and Zion, while very intelligent and all that stuff, does not necessarily have the greatest like emotional quotient uh, to be able to deal with this kind of thing. Uh, and also, he slightly miffed at Para because. He, he, he'll get over it, and he's not ever going to say anything out loud. But it's his fault that he doesn't. He's down one battery, uh, mm-hmm. so. and he has made really good friends with this hall deer, <laughs> right? <laughs> who's who, who's got something coming to him? <laughs> <laughs> I guess I would come over next to him, and do you want to talk about it? Are you okay? There's another chair right next to him. He just kind of nods and points over to the chair, and then as soon as you sat down, he kind of like drags his chair over and just leans against you, just to, just just puts his head on your shoulder. And he's always incredibly warm, so mm-hmm. it's nice. It's kind of a cool night. And he just kind of lays there quietly. Well, I think it best not to say anything, so I'm just going to sort of sit there and be there for him and, you know, sort of sit in our own thoughts or whatever. It's 
it's almost kind of nice. I mean, you guys have been on the run for so long. You haven't had really time just to sit. And, and even when you do, everyone's around. Like this is the first time you, you two have just been alone in a long time. And you're on the balcony. It's a beautiful night. There's all this music and happiness happening all, all around you. It's kind of pretty great. All right. Well, I put my arm around him and watch the sunset. Oh, yeah, so you guys sit there. Oh, roll for cute. <laughs> oh, <laughs> natural 20. So you guys sit there for a while and it's quiet and fun and there's music and revelry. There's there's a lot of noise, but it's you're you're about two stories, maybe three stories up. Right. So it's far enough that it's kind of a din. It's, it's not overwhelming. And you listen for a while and then the noise changes and there's what sounds like thunder that's getting louder and you can start to hear screams and yelling. Who's that? You can tell what direction this is coming from and you see people on the main street like right that goes right in front of your hotel starting to run in this direction. As that's happening, crackling pink and purple energy starts to appear in the room behind you. Okay, uh, I activate my... uh god powers to look at the pink light. <laughs> Your eyes are covered in lenses of that pink and purple energy. As you turn to look, it is a tremendous amount of temporal magic that's happening in front of you right now. And it's growing to fill the room. And you can hear a roar of water. And suddenly, in the middle of the room, you see Caitlin and Haldir fall as if they fell through the ceiling, except they came with several thousand gallons of water that have a lot of downward force. They appear in the room and simply explode the doors and walls outward. I need everyone to roll dexterity, including Haldir and Caitlin. Para. Oh, para rolled a 10. <laughs> oh, no. Para. Oh, no. I'll catch him. Uh, 19. Ugh, I rolled a six. Ooh. Uh, you guys are taken a little bit by surprise, which is understandable. Right. No one expects a thousand gallons of water to appear in front of them. And Caitlin rolled a four. So Caitlin is washed through the wall and into the hotel. Paul Deere, you just land perfectly on the bed. The water crashes all around you, but you don't actually get sent anywhere. Zion and Para, you see them appear, and then a wall of water crashes through the balcony and sweeps you to the ground below. I would activate my shield. You don't even hit the ground. You just get blown out, but you're able to catch yourself in midair and float back up, and you just see Haldir standing in a ruined and very wet room, in like dressed oddly. Like, how are you dressed right now, Joe? It's like the suit with like, I think it's a higher collar, uh, like but like black and sleek. Is that right? Just with a hemline, yeah, right? right? And then like yeah. six six buttons along the front of it. So yeah, he thought he was really, he thought it was really cool in 1995, whatever. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Right, well, you know, at this point, I'm just looking for that freaking battery. So <laughs> he just poking out of his pocket. <laughs> 5,000 gallons of water and that's the only question you have for him. That is the only question I'm also I have. the god of the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> right. oh, well, no, this does not at all surprise me. This is, after all, a Tuesday. So, like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> in our world? 
that noise is still growing louder and people are screaming. There's also people in the street in front of you screaming because 5,000 gallons, well, two and a half, 2,500 gallons of water just spilled out on top of them. So a bunch of people got washed against the walls. Some of the uh, food carts got turned over. Right. Uh, so people in general are in chaos around But you. beyond this, I don't see any like direct threat as far as like, you know, beasties attacking. You can now see the Granta. So this stampede of a dozen Granta have turned the corner. If at the speed they're going, they're maybe four rounds away and they're charging towards the heart of the city. The whole market lies out in front of you. So thousands of people are about to be in danger. Okay. Well, first I would reach out to um, Caitlin, say, are you okay, Caitlin? And Caitlin is like, she's like on the bar, laid out, and like water has crashed all the tables to the side. The the patrons are in chaos, and she's just giggling. And she sits up and she gives you a big thumbs up. Let's find out what's happening. And so I move uh, out the door, sort of holding Paris' hand, making sure he's coming with me, and he's okay. Sure. Well, you well you guys are currently flying, so you're gonna go. He's gonna go wherever you want to go. Right. Well, then we'll <laughs> fly outside, and uh, not caring one bit if anybody thinks this is weird or whatever. I don't care. Sure. I'm like, you know, totally in like God pride, you know. Yep. So like, uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, fly my way outside to see what the hell's going on. You see a dozen Granta with these big blue stripes painted on them, looking very panicked and charging this this way. And you've seen animals charge before. Uh, you've seen horses charge, and these things are much larger. So that does seem a concern. The other concern you see is that people are running one direction. They're running from the west to the east along this main road. There's some sellers of carts and things like that. Melon cart lady is 100% down there and is trying to move her melon cart out of the way. The other thing you see, though, is about a dozen Kadarian soldiers charging up the other way with a very large covered wagon. So there's a dozen Kadarian soldiers coming from the east. There's a dozen Granta coming from the west. And they look like they're going to converge at some point, probably right in front of your hotel. Huh. All right. Well, uh, with Para in hand, I will fly to the top of the uh, hotel, whatever it is, and perch myself up on the roof to sort of get a better look, but also not be anywhere near where these soldiers are or Granta are going to run into each other. Okay, so as you float up to the roof, basically, to, to like the very, very top of the roof, it's about a six-story building. Uh, Caitlin comes running back into the room, Hall dear. Are you okay? I'm fine. Oh, you're fine. You're, you're not even wet. And she laughs. Not even wet. Where'd they go? Where did who go? You did see Zion and Para very clearly surrounded in uh, divinity float out of your window and up to the top. Yeah. Um, so I think... Um outside I, I don't know like it's it's very she grabs your hand and she runs out to the balcony and like I don't know for I mean does how does know how much time has passed correct like he doesn't know if it's been I think it was three days you were in the you were in the future for three full days yep three full days so he doesn't know what like it's time has passed a little disoriented after falling down into a bedroom with like all this water sure you jumped into really a giant well and then appeared in a bedroom yeah yeah <laughs> but, but you but you do recognize it right away as the room they were all staying in and right. you can see the wall blown out next to it that shows your ruined room 
right next door. <laughs> so I want to, you know, as we're as we're um, walking out of the room, like I, I would have expected, you know, um, I would have expected those two to come up and try and speak to me, you know, Zion to say something. Um, I guess I probably saw them talk to Caitlin and they just bounced. And I'm like, okay, so something else is probably happening. Um, so, you know, I'm not ready to talk to you yet, buddy. <laughs> the silent as, as you two run out onto the balcony, you can clearly see what's happening as well. There is a dozen of these giant Granta charging down this road in front of you and a dozen Kadarians with a huge covered wagon charging up the other way. So I look at Caitlin and I say, was this you? She, she goes, nope, this is none of me. This is definitely them. But we're back and I know exactly when we're back because I understand time because of the dream world and we're back right like this is like an hour like like an hour ago we left and now we're back okay uh and those are right. granta wow those are big oh and those are and those are kudarians that's oh, hi zion and she like looks up and sees you on the top and waves there he is so so we are standing in the middle of the street about to be converged on them no you guys sides. are like on a balcony so you're about two, oh, oh, you're about oh, two, two stories, stories up. up and above so she ran back up into the room and you guys are in this blown out room there's a couple people you can hear coming up the stairs behind you probably trying to figure out what happened and you're seeing these two forces converging all these people panicking zion as you're paying attention and you're looking towards the kadarians they're definitely being led by your brother foza go 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 Okay. That's interesting. Well, you know. <laughs> does he have a different haircut? <laughs> he does. It's a he does. It's a it's a little bit longer and swept back, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's a nice. little, also nice. there's a prominent scar above his right eyebrow that he that he didn't have. So he's taking some hits. And let's do this. Since we're about to get into a giant battle as I jump back to Rena and Doro, let's 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 take a five minute break to hit a bathroom, grab some water, and then come back and let's kill everyone. <laughs> Do you want more of the best role-playing podcasts you have ever heard? Then check out our new TTRPG podcast network, Does It Roll? That's a nine, nine force damage. Wow, okay, Ooh. your Eldritch Blast just explodes the throat away. The body just lies there, black ooze spraying out. We are the official home of Wizards of the Coast Rime of the Frostmaiden game, and we have several adventures already posted for you to enjoy. You can check us out weekly on Twitch at twitch.tv slash doesitroll, or check out the podcast versions at doesitroll.com. Let's jump back then to Rena and duck uh you guys just saw the granta have they have now stampeded out except for the three around you that are clearly menacing you they are going after you as opposed to the others that have run away so doug you're in the rafters right yes up where the blob was yeah they can't get to you so they're not going to attack you but they are going to try and attack rena and uh, Nira. So they'll attack, they'll attack Nira. I should have make her name like just the opposite of yours. So <laughs> they're going to try and attack. <laughs> All right. So one of them comes barreling out past you, Rena, and slams into Nira and sends her like 10 feet back and crashing into like some hay barrels. Yeah! This comes like end over end. And she takes... 
16 points of damage as she is just rocked. She looks okay. She rolls onto her feet and kind of like spits out some blood. So she's not down, but she took a pretty hard shot. Uh, one of the other ones, Rena, goes for you and charges you. Am I allowed to use my, like, this is an opportunity attack against me, right? No, this one's just attacking me. Oh, okay, okay. Does a 19 hit you? Okay, so you get struck too, and you're going to take 12 points of damage. It barrels past. You're able to roll out and not get trampled, but you're knocked a good four or five feet to the side. It feels like being hit with a very large club. I'm not like prone, though. I'm just like knocked over. Yeah, you're just like knocked backwards, and this thing is now charged past you and is like rearing around, but it takes it a while. Like it, it needs a wide circle. It's a big... It's a big, like a pickup truck. You have to really crank that wheel to get that guy around. <laughs> so whose turn is it, Michael? I believe it's Rena's, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, it's Rena's. Then you say there's three Granta, only two of attack. There are three of them, only two of them attack. One of them is basically doing little mad stompy circles underneath where Doro is. Oh, okay. But can't, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Is there like, <laughs> I know there's like the gates, but is there like a, like a big like fencing around the whole like area or is it just like because i'm imagining it's like a pavilion to a certain degree so there are a series of pens and they're all interconnected with these large barns and they just form different staging areas but the one you're in right now is the show barn every day multiple times a day actually there are parades of these animals through the towns during the festivals and the next one up was gonna be the granta so they were in this barn ready to go once you go out that door, it's a straight shot downtown. And that's where they're heading right now. Okay. So, okay. Could I use, like, my action to try and, like, flip up into the rafters? Oh, yeah. Totally. So just roll me an acrobatics. Okay. Let's see. You're good at this. You've done a lot of, like, rooftop shit. So I, I do like the rooftops. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> I got 20. Yeah. So you get up onto a hay barrel, bop off a ladder, and pow, you land like a like maybe like one rung away from Doro. So you two are looking at each other now <laughs> from about 30 feet apart. Okay. And then are there more of those like the flesh things like in the corners? No. So that seemed to be the only one. At least there's, there's, there's no other crackling energy around you. There just seemed to be that one sack of ears. Okay. What you can see is that the three Granta have now turned, the angry ones have turned, and they're moving towards Nira. Okay. Um, so, I'm gonna try and I'm gonna sharpshoot, and I'm gonna try and, sh like, shoot for the godstone. Okay, so you're gonna shoot for the one on its back. Yeah. All right. I would like you to roll to hit. I got... In 18, but it's minus five, so it's uh, 13. Oh, so you're doing the plus 10 damage? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, 13 still hits. That's fun. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Rita just pulls back until her bow is straining and then... Okay, and that's a 15 points of damage. And it knocks it out of that little flesh pocket that was built for it, and it goes clattering to the ground. As soon as it does, the black veins begin to fade, and the Granta kind of woozily stumbles to the side and then collapses onto its side unconscious. Still breathing, 
but it's out. It's it, it's out cold. The other two don't seem affected by that at all. They're still going to a, to attack Nira, but as they are, the grunt that she was taking care of that isn't affected has now turned and is facing off against them. So it's about to be two grantas against one granta and one Nira. Okay, well, I have a second attack, so we're gonna try this again. Nice. Uh, we're gonna do we're gonna do sharpshooter again. So. We are gonna, oh, this is definitely gonna hit. This is, this is, oh God, okay. 26 minus five, so 21. Um, that is 100% gonna hit. Yeah, uh, and then the damage is 14. It knocks it right out. So you have two of these glowing godstones. They have these like black veins inside of them mm-hmm. that look like they grew out of the creature and into the gems, and those are still inside of them, and they're growing with, and they're glowing with like a purple and pink energy, but it's got a tinge of green to it. It's this weird kind of sickly infected tinge. And they're not like they're not like trying to get to another like beast. They're just like laying on the ground. Right. Yeah. They're not growing up. Okay. They're just sitting. There, <laughs> I'm right? not like they're not like growing tendrils. Yeah. Like I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. <laughs> oh, that'll be in the up. That'll be in the upgrade. So the other Granta collapses to the ground, and then these two just are gonna charge each other. Um. Look at Doro, and I say, aim for the, aim for the stone. All right, Nira. So Nira is going to tumble out of the way of these grunts as they both are going to charge into each other. So that's what she's doing. She's spending her around getting the fuck out of the way. Okay, Doro. Uh, I give Rena a thumbs up. Good job, Rena! After she shatters the second crystal, basically. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to teleport onto Nira's shoulders. Okay. And teleport her up to the rafters. Oh, okay, excellent. So you're, so you're going to teleport and then teleport again. Yeah. All right, so what do you say when you appear on her shoulders? Hold on. So you teleport her onto the beam. She's a very, she's fairly large. So I'm gonna have her roll a dexterity save. Uh, but when she rolls a 15 plus five, so that's fine. So she appears, immediately drops to her knees and grabs the beam because she's afraid of heights. And you just put her 30 feet up in the air. And she's like, what? And then she's watching as these two things just slam into each other and start battling. While that's happening, you all can hear screaming that is growing louder from the downtown area as these as this stampede is charging. And speaking of which, we're going to flip the camera over <laughs> to Haldir and Zion and Para and Caitlin as you all are seeing these. Oh, you know what? I'm sorry. Back with you guys for a second. Oinkers is also... No, you sent Oinkers... To look after... Send I sent Oinkers to uh, watch over our meal. Perfect. Okay, so that's what Oinkers is doing. Uh, as far as the, the rest of you, you are now seeing this... this, this this stampede coming towards downtown, and if it gets there, it's definitely going to kill a bunch of people. <laughs> and you're seeing the Kadarian soldiers charge up with a huge wagon from the other side. And Zion, you just recognize that that unit seems to be led by your brother, Foza. Right. Um, okay, looking at this from the rooftop, uh, do I see any Seeker Stones in the possession of the Kadar? Yes. So there is definitely at least two Seekers along with the Kadarians. Okay. And you haven't seen Seekers in a long time. Yeah. But these are full- Five seasons ago. Yes. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) But, okay, well, time to flex a little bit, I guess. Um, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We're not playing anymore, kids. We're not playing. That's right. (laughs) You wanted to see a god? I'll show you. So uh, the first thing I'm going to do (laughs) is um, I'm going to reach out with my divinity and clasp Mm -hmm. those Seeker stones and raise them into the air toward me. Okay. So you, how far is your range right now on your, uh, 
on your sight. reach. Like, how far can you reach? I don't think it's sight. I think you have a reach on yours. I, I, I think there's a range, right? Was it like yours? 120 feet? Because like sight could be like, yeah, because you can't like look through a telescope and affect something a mile away. So I'm so I'm betting about 120 feet. So you're right at that range. So they're coming into your, yeah, that'll be perfect. So you want to grab their staves and pull them out of their hands. Yes. So roll, yeah, roll me a d20 plus six and I'll roll strength for them. They got, <laughs> they got a six. So this is probably <laughs> going to be easy. Yes. 22. Yeah, so that, I mean, like they didn't see it coming. All of a sudden, their staves are yanked out of their hands, and they are are startled as those two staves fly into the air. Uh, you're now floating in the air. Pink, no, we're on you know, top of the purple we're, energy. No, we're on top of the uh, roof. Perfect. We right, landed so they on top might of not the roof. know it was you. Yeah, they just see their staves fly into the air. What are you doing with the staves? You're pulling them towards you. What are you doing? With yeah, them? and they can totally recognize me. I don't really care now. Uh, they're they're Perfect. they're flying to my hands. I want to grab Excellent. them. All right, all right. So I would say that this 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 round ends as pink and purple energy swirls around Zion with these two with these two spears uh, shafts just slamming into his hand. And as soon as they do, those godstones erupt with purple and pink energy, shining like a beacon as he's standing on top of this hotel and thunder cracks in the background. As an extra action, if you don't mind, I'd like to use my force energy to cause the uh, the secret stones to crumble in my hands. Yes. Oh, sure. They can explode if you <laughs> pump energy into them. So you pump force energy into them and they just explode like two little, per, you know, pearlescent bombs above you. Wait, you and, can make that. Oh. <laughs> oh, no, but see, I, I use them as shattered stuff. That's how I use them yeah. anyway. So yeah, that's you fine. You have to collect the powder. Yeah. Right, right. So you so you blow these you blow these two up. Uh, Para, like, looks a little startled and he's like, uh, I got the Granta. And he creates a wall of fire across the main road that forces the Granta to take a side road. Now, that's still a problem. This is just the trolley a problem. There's still people in the way, but less people, however, in a more contained area. So that's going to have to be taken care of quickly. But he has gotten them out of the main road and away from the melon cart lady. Oh, nice. Oh, thank God. What are you doing, Haldir? This um, <laughs> is all very interesting. I guess, this, this is this the first time I've really seen the like the force powers and like the you saw a little bit of it when you were fighting that big oh, yeah, force. Yeah, so right. everyone used their powers i think that this would be this is about what everyone did before too uh but but zion is showing a lot of power and a lot of control over that power yeah yeah you know um this they seem to have it handled so uh, I guess I think you're not going to do you got a piece like, out, go get a coffee or something. Well, <laughs> I mean, there's still a bunch of people that are now in trouble behind you. And there's also uh, there's also like I get a, a dozen Kadarians headed this way. Be careful. So there are things happening. You don't have to do it. You could just sip tea and look at them. I mean, I, this is well, a very okay, whole dear so, thing so to here's, do. Here's the thought process, right? Uh, yeah, people yeah. doing anything, doing anything with these big, what would you call them again? The Granta. Uh, the Granta. Yeah problematic so so the the i we are basically now i've discovered you know a few days ago i guess um in my my time that we as a as a group of people are the only thing that stands between basically the the destruction of the world you know chaos reigning so anybody that does anything to put to intentionally put themselves in danger even 
to save like innocent people is extremely irresponsible. Like, okay, yeah. What the All fuck right. are you doing? The world will die if you die. Right. So we like, need fuck it. We need our people. entire power. Stop so, working yeah, about small things. It is. It is Yikes. like you said the trolley problem, just on yeah. a much larger scale. No, that's completely so, valid. I see what you're saying. So you would just like, sit there. As far as the Granta go, not all that concerned. As far as the Kadarians go, is a little bit more of a little bit more of an issue. Um, but like uh, you know, I, at this point, I don't see much for me to do. You know, seems like that uh, Zion's got this. All right, since you're just observing, I would like you to roll perception. Tiago comes out of nowhere, stabs you in the back. Oof, not good. Nine. You're looking around and just like not that concerned. And I like that. You, you're also not wet like the others are. You weren't, right. uh, you weren't affected by the explosion of water. So you just like casually walk out onto the balcony, look up at Zion, look down at the Kadarians, look over at the Agranta, shrug, and just wait. Is that accurate? Yeah, that's about right. And the wall of fire. It's perfect. Right. And the and wall the, of fire. A huge wall of fire. Yeah. Well, interesting. Okay. Sip. Right. Okay. <laughs> so Caitlin sees all this and she's like, that's smart. You wait here. You'll have a vantage point with your guns. And then she like folds in on herself, right? Like she seems to turn inside out and fold in on herself and there's darkness and then nothing and she's gone. Everyone roll initiative. Ardoro and I like, we're still off, right? Or are we- in- You guys are still in your own thing. So yeah, I'll jump back to you in a um, minute. Yeah. This is all kind of happening at the same time at this point, just in different locations. Do you want us to like roll initiative for when we would come in or no? Whenever you are added, whenever you get here, we'll just add you into the initiative because dice are magical. I'm to roll at the right time. <laughs> um, 16 for me. 16 for Haldir. Paying attention, but disinterested. <laughs> I just imagine like he's he's like he's like Michael was earlier. Oh, just just a Tuesday, you know, like. Okay, uh, Para. Para got a fourteen. He's now focused. Whenever Para uses fire, he has to stay focused. I'd hope so. Okay, Caitlin. Caitlin gets a eight. She is a little just she is a little distracted as as she tends to be. Grunta. A seventeen. And Kadarians. A 19. First to act. Kadarians. Your brother shouts for everyone to stop. I would think he would recognize you. So he sees you, his mouth drops open. He shouts for all of his men to stop and then shouts again and they pull the tarp off the wagon. Inside the wagon, hunched down and folded over is a stone construct that on command rises up as purple and pink energy crackles all along it, steps out of the wagon and begins to stomp up the road towards where you are. Okay. <laughs> Nifty. Uh, Wait, let's go right. drop it in the lake. <laughs> Grunta. Okay, the Granta are tearing through this alleyway. They just want to keep running. So I'm going to have them roll strength. Okay, so they got a 27, uh, which means that... <laughs> Murder. They, yeah, they are just destroying. There are carts on the side. People are able to like run into the doorways and get out of the way, but they are decimating everything in that alleyway. That alleyway is eventually going to loop them around the hotel and right back out onto the main road. So you haven't stop them. You have like two rounds where they're occupied before they're a threat 
to everyone again. What an awful alleyway. <laughs> Who made this well, alleyway? It's just, like, it's just like a little access road, like behind a hotel where they'd like take all the shipments so they're not like bringing stuff in through the front door. That's all that this is. Haldir, um, stone construct is a little bit more concerning. It also looks different from any stone construct you've ever seen. And as you stare at it, and like, it like, like you can see like these ruins that are carved all along it, definitely dwarven, and they are pulsing with pink and purple energy. And there's clearly a pair of godstones in each of its eyes. These stone constructs are definitely Kadarian in design. They're the same ones that will drag their ships up those huge canals, right? But these have been modified clearly by dwarves, and as you look among the numbers of the soldiers, there are 10 Kadarian soldiers, but there's two more dwarves with the Kadarian force, but clearly not Kadarian soldiers. So can I roll some kind of like, um, like is there a history, yeah, history arcana to be able to recognize these people, these things? Uh, you roll either one, whichever one you want. You can, you can, you can go either way on that. They're both the same. Person. Yeah. I'll do, I'll do Arcana. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, oh, 23. You know that the dwarves of Galhadir work with Kadar. Uh, Kadar wants to get rid of everything that's not human and that's magical. That's their eventual goal. They're the Nazis, right? Right, yeah. Galhadir are the dwarf Nazis. They basically believe in dwarven superiority. They don't want to get rid of things, but they think they should be in charge. So they so they have kind of teamed up to, to form a really awful pairing and they and and frequently the dwarves of Galhadir who have these giant lava forges who are the ones that made Bane swords. They're the ones that make the Kadarian golems. They're the, basically, uh, Kadar takes all of these magical items that it gathers, gives them to the dwarves to then break down into their lava forges to make these stone constructs for them. That's not all Galhadir does with it, but that's what, uh, that's what Kadar gets in return. And then when they, whenever they usually do a military maneuver, it's usually the two of them working together. So you figure Whatever's been done to these stone constructs was done by the dwarves of Gaul Hadir. And those two dwarves that are with the Kadarians are definitely from Gaul Hadir. How far away are the uh, Gauls from me, or the constructs? About a hundred feet away from you as they're setting up. Maybe maybe another 50 because you were further back. So about 150 feet. Definitely close enough to shoot if that's what you're thinking about. That is. Well, the question is which <laughs> gun to use. So you've so you've got a Tommy gun. Uh, you've got a sniper rifle. Right. Yeah. So they, I think the, if they're too close to the sniper, the sniper rifle won't be useful. I don't really have a good mid-range weapon. If I'm being honest, I've got like a uh, 150 feet is pretty good for a rifle. That's yeah. Yeah. So I think um, what I want to do is summon a rifle and I want to try and shoot out the eyes. All right. So, uh, Zion, you can actually see this. Haldir's just standing on the balcony below you. You see Haldir raise his arms. And as he raises his arms in position to hold a rifle, a rifle appears in his hand. It looks to you like a large crossbow without the band, but he's holding it the same way. It's got a trigger like a, like a crossbow, but it doesn't have anything else. And he lines up pulls a trigger, there is a crack of thunder as fire explodes out from the end of this thing. And Haldir, please roll the hit. 22. 22 hits it, so dead in the left eye. And you see, and there's like an explosion of dust, basically, as your bullet just rips right through that thing. And you see it kind of stumble back a few steps. Am I going to roll for the other eye? Yep. <laughs> 26. 
Jesus. Okay, yeah, you because <laughs> it's a it's a plus seven to hit, right? These are all plus sevens to hit. Yeah. Shoots and then pulls this like metal lever on it, pulls it back, ejects a piece of metal out of this thing, slams it back home, fires again. The other eye explodes. You didn't see an arrow leave. You didn't see a projectile leave. Something's happening, but it's happening so fast, Zion, you can't see it with your naked eye. Both the eyes of this thing explode 150 feet away. It stumbles. It doesn't stop moving, but all the glowing glyphs that were happening all along it fade and go inert. Should I roll for damage? Oh, yeah. You should totally roll for damage. <laughs> roll twice, please. And Michael, like, or Zion's just sitting there staring at it like, I want it. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, I mean, I I'm do, not at all surprised by any of this. I'm assuming it's magic. Yeah. So, I do uh, 2 die 10 plus 4. So the first one was um, 20. Uh, and then... The second one was nine. Again, both stones clearly explode and you can see the bullets impacting inside the skull. And there's little puffs of like stone as like there's cracks forming on the back of its head. You've done damage. It's not down, but you've certainly wounded this thing greatly. Jesus Christ. I think my turn's over. What did I do? What did I do? What did I do giving you these guns? All right, who's next? Uh, all right, uh, then uh, Para. All right, so Para's going to try and form a second wall of fire and keep them under control. He can make one wall of fire pretty easily. Making two at the same time is not something he can usually do. He rolled, yeah, he was unable to hold the second wall up. He made the first wall, but he had to drop the other one. So the Granta have now stopped and they're facing a wall of fire and they're in like this kind of area and they start to smash against the walls and bust into them and one of them crashes through the wall and enters the inn. Sorry, neighbors. All right, um, Caitlin, if she's around, I don't know. Yeah, so Caitlin is, she has has appeared at ground level in the middle of all the chaos and is like on the other side of the wall of fire and she's like, uh, uh, sleep. And she points at one of at, at one of them and the and the Granta looks at her and then just <laughs> right down yes sleep and she's like just like going through and starting to put all the Granta to sleep what do I see as far as the Kadarians are concerned I'm not so worried about the Granta they've all kind of formed up um, a like unit right behind it so your brother's leading they're all like in a V behind this statue as it's progressing forward all of them have pulled out crossbows and are uh, like getting ready to they're basically you know advancing in a line and getting ready to sh- and getting ready to shoot okay in that case I am going to uh, pull up a shield wall between me and all of those people and I'm going to save it as a like a as a free action at any point to you know shoot out if I if I want to I've done this before but like uh, so for right for right now you're Protecting you and Para. Right. Is that what you're doing? Yes. Okay, gotcha. Excellent. So if they fire arrows at you, you can catch them. Right. Okay, Excellent. next to act, uh, Kadarians. All right, so the Kadarians fire, and you are the clearest target, and you see Foza give the command to fire at you. No! Fair enough. But they all get caught. I cry a little forced here. <laughs> a Motherfucker's got a job to do, and as far as he's concerned, you two are destroying the town. 
I mean, that's how he's interpreting this. Yeah, he started it. Whatever. (laughs) He doesn't know that. He doesn't know that. He has no idea to see walls of fire exploding with your goddamn son boyfriend. (laughs) uh, I'll rise him into the air and say, stop. (laughs) Good. You could. I know I could. could But I'm not going to. I'm not going to. So they fire their crossbows into your shield. Uh, Your shield absorbs. How do we figure this out? So it absorbs X points of damage per level, you're at level eight now, so it's got to absorb like 80 points of damage or something, right? Yeah. No, it's your hit points. It's your hit points as the shield. So how many hit points uh, do you have? Um, 42. Okay, so that shield be- can take 42 points of damage before it falters. They all fire crossbows at you. They just like strike this invisible wall in front of you, shatter and fall away, and you don't even blink. <laughs> I get all Neo and shit. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> The soldiers look at each other and then look to Foza. Are they done or is that that golem going to try to move? He gave an order. They fired. They're still advancing behind this golem who will be in the area of the hotel next round. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, Then next to act is Granta. The Granta are falling asleep or like bumping into each other. Caitlin's got them taken care of, except for the one that broke into the bar, which is now going crazy and busting up the inn uh, behind you and threatening several people who will probably die if not aided. Okay, well, we'll worry about that later. Uh, Haldir. Well, by we, we mean not Haldir. Haldir, <laughs> what would you like to do? Correct. Um, Haldir's just placing so, bets on who dies first. <laughs> Sorry, village. <laughs> My own personal little betting system. Mm-hmm. I win. I, I win either way. So I think <laughs> the 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 construct. How close uh, is it now? So it was like, so it was like it'll be here next away. round. Now it'll it's though you're round. still two levels up. You're yeah. you are still on this balcony, so you're out of the thing's reach. But it'll be here within two rounds. I think. Can't you shut out both its eyes? I want to try and shoot it again with the um, with the sniper rifle. Hell yeah! It's also it's close enough to hit it with the shotgun if you want to. Oh, so that was that was the question. If it's close enough to hit with the shotgun, sure is. Let's do that. You all would see Haldir simply drop this gun. It disappears into like pink and purple energy before it even hits the ground, and lift his hands back up, and a new weapon has now formed in his hands. Okay, so the first one was a ten. You fire this gun, but the recoil on it, it's you weren't ready. Like it slams into your shoulder and pushes you back and the whole weapon goes up into the air. And then the second one is 18. That definitely hits. You hit this thing square in the chest. Which is 13 damage. You can hear it kind of take a ragged breath. It's still going, but it's definitely wounded. Okay. All right, well done. All right, uh, let's see. Para. Let's down the fire to allow Caitlin in and is like controlling the fire so it's behind her so the Grantas can't get away and it's just helping her put them all to sleep. All right, uh, Caitlin. Caitlin's putting them to sleep. <laughs> My turn. Go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep. That's what she's doing. She's going to get like two of them around, but she's going to get them all out. Uh, I maintain my shield and uh, with my pink and purple eyes, stare down at my brother. Okay. Do you want to say anything? He can hear you. He's in range. I forgive you. I don't. You helped them kill our brother. 
We're going to cut from where you are and jump back over to Rena and Dora, who have just seen the Granta yeah, you just saw the Granta explode out and are now clearly running through the town causing chaos. And you can see a lot of explosions. You can definitely see Zion's pink and purple energy going off. So you know that your dudes are fighting. I just... Wait, where's Rena? I thought she was still down on the ground. No, no, no she's no. up on the rafters. I, I acrobat. Oh, she she's up there parkour. too. I parkour. I parkour my way up parkour. to the rafters. <laughs> Since we're like low-key out of combat, can I just like... Can I just aim for the, you know, the last... Totally. I'll do my, you know, pullback thing or whatever. Um, so, hold on. Uh, 19 to hit. That hits. 19 damage. Knocks that that gem out, and you see the creature kind of stumble as the, as the gem is knocked out of it. The other Agranta, however, does not realize what has happened and just smacks this thing. So as it's kind of like out of it, I granted just cracks it in the jaw full head on, runs it over, knocks on you know onto its back, puts its big ass feet down and just leans back and roars. As it is as it as in its mind, it has defeated this other ground. <laughs> I was like, I'm not concerned about that, but <laughs> it's my kill. <laughs> cool. Nira's just kind of like trembling and holding this beam, but is not very helpful to to you two. Okay, so I wanna like parkour down. And uh, parkour, parkour. Yeah. I just jump in, you know. Yeah. Um, and then I want to grab, like, I want to take, like, I don't know, like some cloth I have or something, and I want to like get the three different things, and then like, you know, knapsack them. <laughs> get the three different things. The, the, the gods, crystals. The, the gods. Oh, the, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I want to touch them, so but I want to like right. You gather them all, all up. As you do kind of like get them into this, a cloth and get them into a bag or something, right? You can see that there's these little black tendrils that look like veins that are inside the stones and they're pulsing as if there was still blood traveling through them as you gather them together. Before I tie up the knapsack, can I just like try and put some of my divinity like toward it to kind of see just kind of like what what the pushback I get is like you know like when I put mine toward it <laughs> yeah I would like you to roll your divinity <laughs> all right Doro ready for me to just like totally experiment during you. combat you mean <laughs> <laughs> it's a um, perfect time I rolled a 19 yeah oh yeah yeah you put a lot of your divine energy oh into it it's <laughs> incredibly easy in fact it feels uh. like if you were to pour something into a glass, right? Imagine if in, if in addition to the force of it being poured, there was a vacuum that got created. It just got sucked out of the bottle, much more than you expected to give. You immediately form a bridge with this crystal and you can see everything. You can see how it was formed. You can see Cyril placing it inside this, this creature. You can see, you can know that they were there three days before setting up this ambush for all you. And you know that the moment that trap went off inside of Para's family's home, that Cyril and the crew were alerted to what happened. And they've been here for three days. And for a moment, you can see exactly where Cyril is. And you can see Cyril on the rooftop across from Doro, sorry, um, across from Caitlin. And they're all like, Caitlin's on the ground putting these things to sleep. He's there, Tiago's there, and two other people are there. A woman in a red dress and a giant 
third person that is perched on this floating bar that's just hovering in the middle of the air and has a giant weapon, and they're all focused on Caitlyn. Oh no, we got another god squad. Thank you for joining us for Season 6, Episode 2, Countdown, Part 2. We are busy recording and editing the next chapter of God's Fall, and you can listen to Season 6, Episode 3 right now at patreon.com slash godsfall. We'll see you next time in the world of the Five Kingdoms. Five Kingdoms.